कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्ण हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 Hari Bol, 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 H
Hare Krishna. Is it okay? Is it loud enough? I can't tell, so you. Jaya Radha Madhava Punjabi Hari. Jaya Radha Madhava 
punjabi hari punjabi hari gopi janavalaba girivaradari Jai Gopi Janavallabha Girivaradari Yashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Yamunati Ramanachari Yamunati Ramanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Punjabi Hari <coughs> Jaya Radha Madhava Punjabi Hari Gopijanavallabha Girivaradari Ashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Ashodanandana Brajajana Ranjana Jamunati Ravanachari Yamunati Ravanachari Jaya Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Punjabi Hari Jaya Radha Madhava Punjabi Hari Jai Om Vishnu Pad Paramahamsa Paravijaka Charja Asto Tarasutta Shri Srimad 
His divine grace, Srila Isi Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Kijai. Jai Om Vishnu Pad Paramahamsa Parvijakacharya Asto Taras to Sri Srimad's divine grace, Srila Bhakti Saranta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada Kijai. Ananta Kodi Vaishnava Vrinda Kijai. Sri Namacharya Srila Haridas Thakur Kijai. Prayam Sikhao Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada Sri Adwaita Gadara Srivasadi Gorbakta Vrinda Kijai. Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopakovana Sham Kundarad Kundagiri Govardhan Kijai. Granta Raj Srimad Bhagavatam Kijai. Gaur Premanandi. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories, all glories to Sri Guranga. Sri Guru and Guranga. Namaham Vishnu Badaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale. Sri Mate Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namane. Namaste Saraswati Devi Guravani Pracharine Nirvasesha Sanyavadi Paschata Deshatarine. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So good morning and thank you all for coming to this class on the Srimad Bhagavatam, the beautiful Bhagavatam. So today's class is 10th Canto, uh, 38th chapter, uh, text 17, is that right? Okay. Samarhanam Yatra Nidhaya Koshikas Tata Balis Chapa Jagat Trayendratam Yad Ba Vihare Braja Yoshitam Sraman Sparsena Sogandhika Gandhi Apanudat Samarhanam Yatra Nidhaya Kosikas Samarhanam Yatra Nidhaya Koshikas Tatabalis Chapa Jagat Trayendranatratam Yadba Vihare Braja Yoshitam Shramam Sparshena San so Gandika Gandiap Nu Apnudat Samaranam Yatra Nidhaya Kaushikas Tatabalis Chapa Jagatrayindratam Yadbhavi 
vihare braja yoshitam sramam sparshina so gandika gandhi ap apunudat Samaranam yatra nidhaya koshikash Tatabalis chapa jagatrayendratam Yadva vihare braja yoshitam sramam Sparshina so gandika gandhi upanudat Samaranam, the respectful offering, yatra, into which, nidhaya, by placing, koshikaha, purandara, tata, as well as, bali, bali maharaj, cha, also, apa, attained, Jagat of the worlds, Traya, three, Indratam, rulership, as Indra, the king of heaven, yet which lotus, which lotus hand of the Lord, Va, and Vihare, during the pastimes of the rasa dance braja yoshitam of the ladies of braj smara sramam the the fatigue sparshena by their contact 
Sogandika, like an aroma, aromatic flower. Gandhi, fragrant. Up, apa, uh, apanudat, wiped away. Translation, by offering charity to that lotus hand, Purandara and Bali earned the status of Indra, king of heaven. And during the pleasure pastimes of the Rasa dance, when the Lord wiped away the gopis' perspiration and removed their fatigue, their fatigue, the touch of their faces made that hand as fragrant as a sweet flower. So I say, and you can repeat, by offering charity to that lotus hand, speaking of Krishna's hand here, Pundara and Bali earned the status of Indra, king of heaven. And during the pleasure pastimes of the Rasa dance, when the Lord wiped away the gopis' perspiration and removed their fatigue, the touch of their faces made that hand as fragrant as a sweet flower. Purport. The Puranas call the lake, excuse me, the Puranas call the lotus found in the Manasasarova lake a sung, uh, Sogandika. Lord Krishna's lotus hand acquired the fragrance of this flower by coming in contact with the beautiful faces of the gopis. This specific incident, which occurred during the Rasalila, is described in the 33rd chapter of the 10th canto. Oma gyantimarindas yagananjanan shalakaya chakshur unmilitam jena tasmai sri gurave namaha sri chaitanya manovishtam shtapitam jena bhutale swayam rupagadamayam dananti swapadanti so once again the verse very beautiful verse by offering charity to that lotus hand <clears throat> Purandara and Bali earned the status of Indra king of heaven and during the pleasure pastimes of the Rasa dance when the Lord wiped away the gopis perspiration and removed their fatigue fatigue, the touch of their faces made that hand as fragrant as a sweet flower. So Akrura is uh, on his way to Vrindavan. So, and he feels very, very fortunate. On, on one hand, he doesn't like being sent there by Kamsa. wanted uh, uh, Akrura to go to Vrindavan uh, and coax Krishna Balaram into a meeting. He wanted Krishna to be coaxed into a meeting. You know, he wanted. So, uh, one may think, well, this is you're you're acting for the enemy here. You know, Krishna's enemy. Yankamsa wanted to kill Krishna, and here you are. You're going there to take this invitation. You see, but Akrura saw it completely differently. He felt like, oh, I am so fortunate, and so. As he's going down the road to Vrindavan, he's thinking, oh, when I get there, 
Krishna and Balaram both will greet me with smiles and I'll get the embrace of Krishna. Krishna will, will hug me. Balaram will give me an embrace. This will be so sweet and so wonderful. And he knows that uh, the Supreme Lord knows in his heart that Akrur is his friend, you see. And, he, and he's going to know, uh, and it, Krishna will not be tricked. So he knows this, and he knows Krishna will accept him as a friend, and so will Balaram. He's thinking, Balaram will take me to his house, and he'll give me such nice uh, prasadam and such nice, sweet association. So he's looking forward to it, and he's looking forward. And he, we're talking, he's talking here about the hand of Krishna. So uh, as he's thinking about Krishna, he's thinking about what Krishna will say when I get there. How will Krishna embrace me? How will Krishna receive me? You know, and he's and, and just different parts of Krishna, and he's just the thought of Krishna's hand. He said that that very hand, by giving charity to that hand, gave uh, <coughs> Bali Maharaj <coughs> and uh, uh, Parandara the status of Indra. You see, and that hand of Krishna's smells like this beautiful lotus flower because he used it to wipe away the perspiration of the of the gopis during the gopi dance the, I mean the rasa dance you know the the gopis were perspiring so much and they were fatigued you could see how you can imagine how how they must have been and so uh, krishna reaches down and he wipes the sweat from their faces and 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 also removed all fatigue from the gopis. So when he pulled his hand away, it had that, that smell, and it stayed. It, it stayed with him. You know, it didn't, it wasn't something you could wash off, you see. So uh, it's very beautiful when we can uh, hear uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam, we can see um, this, is, uh, this is the ordinary scripture. Now, some people say, well, what scripture is ordinary? There are many scriptures that are ordinary. We hear, we hear philosophies, and they're quite ordinary, meaning that they, they may say, uh, they may give you some instruction. You do this, and if you don't do this, then you're going to get this, you know. You're going to get some suffering, and you, this, and you do that. So there are many, many scriptures in the world different religions and they're very they give you a, a path to walk and they tell you you know the do's and the don'ts but to get into something like the 10th canto the Srimad Bhagavatam which talks about the actual um, uh, pastimes of the Supreme Lord not just average pastimes but his loving intimate pastimes with his most intimate associates the gopis you see uh, it's very beautiful. Krishna is so kind that he, Krishna could have come and had his pastimes, and it could have been. It's just like you know when they when some royalty uh, has a when they have a wedding. You ever hear about some of these, or like a movie star when Brad Pitt or somebody like that, when they have a wedding, they have security, and you can't get in. You know the the, the press can't get in, and you can't get in unless you're invited. You see, so if some uh, uh, small potatoes uh, movie star or some royalty can do like that 
if they can have some privacy like that. Don't you think Krishna could have had privacy if he wanted it? He could have had the, the rasa dance, and you would have never known about it. It's none of your business. I'm having this one-on-one uh, -on -one relationship with, with my pure devotees, and it doesn't involve you or anybody else. He could have done it all alone. He could, have, he could have made it where no one would have ever realized that it happened. But he doesn't want to be like that. He wants to share it with you. He wants, he wants to share the joy that he experienced in the Rasa dance with us. He wants, it, he wants it to be known. He wants to share his pastimes. He came to earth to give us these Herculean pastimes of his uh, to... to uh, annihilate the demons, and to elevate the devotees. But he wanted to also give us these pastimes so that we can remember him. You see, if he didn't give us these wonderful pastimes, then that's a part of him that we can't remember. You see, we can talk about his name, his fame, well, his glory. What's his glory? We don't know his pastimes, but what is his glory? You can, you know, sometimes you see people and they'll say, uh, you know, praise the Lord. So I always want to say, when somebody says praise the Lord to me, I always want to stop and say, okay, let's, let's do it. You, you first. You know, you praise him and then I'll praise him and we'll all, we'll praise together. You know, let's pray. You know, it's kind of like, oh, no, I, I, I'm not ready to, to, to praise him. Oh, well. You can ask somebody, okay, let's praise him. So uh, what kind of praise do you have for God? Well, God is great. Oh, okay, so, okay, God's great. Let's have more praises. What do you know about him? Uh, well, uh, I mean, he's like really great, you know, you see? They can't say, well, he's, he, he's, he killed a Keshi demon. He can't say. He, he danced on the hoods of, of Kaliya. They, they can't tell you the intimate pastimes. They can't tell you that he danced with the gopis in the rasa dance. They, they, they can't tell you that uh, his damodar pastimes, you see. So how can you praise him? Well, he's great uh, and he's loving. Uh, and, you know, it kind of runs out uh, right around there. So Krishna has been so kind as to give us his pastimes so that we can, we can remember his name, his form, his pastimes. Through that, we can see his glories. We can see how glorious Krishna is from his, from his activities. Krishna revealed his activities in an effort to be more intimate with us. He revealed the intimacy of the rasa dance to be intimate with us, you see. If I'm giving, if I'm sharing... Uh, personal secrets with you, I'm becoming intimate with you, you see. People don't usually go down the street and, and, and reveal intimate things about themselves to strangers or somebody that they really don't care much about. You know, exchanging something like this is something that means I want to get closer to you. I, I want to share a part of me with you, you see. I have this wonderful attribute. I have these wonderful pastimes, and 
and I want to share it with you because I want to draw you into it, you see. That way you can experience it. Although you weren't there, you can experience it, you see. So, um, Krishna is so kind that he does like that. So another point that, uh, uh, a couple of points here, we're talking about an offering made to Krishna's hand. Any offering that you give uh, the Lord is going to uh, fructify and multiply many, many, many times. So if, if one uh, gives some um, uh, some contribution, monetary contribution, whatever, however big or small it may be, whatever that number may be that you have given in charity to Krishna, is going to be the benefit that you receive is going to be multiplied manyfold. See. Um, now the devotee doesn't really want to achieve the status of uh, King Indra. We're not interested in that. You know, unless Krishna said, "Look, I need you to go be in the position of Indra. Could, would you do that for me? You know, I've got a got a place I've got to fill, and I, I need you're my you're my nice devotee, and you're so surrendered. So would you please?" He would say, "Well, of course," but to to the devotee. To be given the status of Indra would be kind of an austerity. You see? It's a bit of an austerity. Now I've got all this wealth to deal with and opulence. You know, really I just want to chant Hare Krishna and go back to Godhead. You see? So I don't want to deal with uh, managing a kingdom or you know, heaven. I don't want to manage heaven. I don't want to be in charge of that. But if Krishna says, would you do it uh, as an offering to me? The devotee would certainly do it, you know. But, as I said, uh, for the devotee being immersed in spiritual consciousness, he would see it as a bit of an austerity that he's performing for the Lord out of love. Not like, oh, yiffy, boy, this is going to be fun, you know. I get to watch all kinds of, I get to watch Lord Andrew's cable TV. He's probably got a gigantic screen TV and, you know, 10,000 channels and and all the opulence of great food and women and whatever. You know, I've got all this that, that I can enjoy. The devotee doesn't think like that. So um, we're not seeking anything from Krishna. In the beginning, we may. We may approach Krishna and say, uh, my dear Lord, can you please help me with this? I want to become a devotee, but I have this impediment, you know. Uh, the rent's due and I need some money, so... <laughs> if you could help me a little bit there. Uh, but in, in the beginning, typically, we approach God for a selfish motive. We're not attracted just because he's beautiful. We start thinking. We hear this philosophy, and we start to think, I think that this Krishna consciousness is the best thing for me. It's the best thing for me. I should take this up because I'll benefit. I'll, I'll get some spiritual knowledge, and I will get to go to God and back to Godhead, and I'll, I'll get this, and I'll get, I'll get, I'll get, you see. So we, we're uh, in that I, me, mine uh, mentality. We're still in the I, me, mine. We're coming out of illusion. So the devotee, after some time, will get to the position to where he, he's not wanting anything for himself. He just wants to serve Krishna. But it's perfectly normal in the beginning for us to have our hand out. You know, hey, my dear Lord, you know, I want to be a devotee, but, you know, can you help me out? 
<laughs> you know, it's like we approach Krishna with a cardboard sign, you know, we'll worship for food. You know, <laughs> so, uh, so that's, that's common. But we transcend that as time goes by. We start to feel that I'm not so concerned about my well-being. I just want to surrender to you, Krishna. I want to surrender to you, uh, place myself at your lotus feet, and become your humble servant. And I don't really care. Whatever comes from that is going to be great, you see. Whatever service that you give me, whatever blessings you give me, whatever, whatever comes from me surrendering to you will be wonderful. So I'm not even concerned, you see. I know I, I want to taste the surrender to your lotus feet, and I want to taste uh, bhakti yoga, you see. So uh, the next point I think that it, it's really uh, important for us to discuss in this verse um, Krishna, when he touched the faces of the gopis, his hands smelled like this wonderful lotus flower, you see. So you can't help but think this is the nature, not that we're like the, go the gopis, but this is the nature of a devotee. When you come in contact with a devotee, you walk away better than you were when you, when you encountered them. There's always some benefit. Now, we're not on the level of the gopis. <clears throat> However, people notice that about the, de the devotees. I was riding on a train from uh, Kolkata to uh, Jagannath Puri just recently, the overnight trip. And I'm planning on, uh, you know, what my plans, of course, sometimes we make our plan, and then Krishna reveals his. In Mayapur, they have a saying that if you want to make Radha Madhava laugh, tell them your plans. Because they have their own plan for you. So my plan was to uh, catch the 10.30 train to Puri, uh, hopefully be asleep by 11 o'clock, you know, and uh, wake up the next morning ready for the day. Perfect idea. This is a perfect plan, you know. So that way I don't waste a day traveling. You know, instead of taking a day to travel and then get there and then sleep and whatever. While I'm sleeping, I can be moving south towards Jagannath Puri. It's a perfect plan, you know. It's genius. <laughs> so uh, there were some college students. You know, usually when you travel first class, uh, there's a compartment, a, a lower berth and an upper berth, you know, for sleeping. So. And just two. Usually there's just two. Sometimes, however, there's four. It's still first class, but there are four. It's a bigger room, and there's a, two beds against that wall, two beds against this wall. You know, And uh, I wasn't even aware that there were, usually in first class for all these years, there's just been two. You know, So anyway, here the, I'm in this room, and there's four. It's myself and an old man and two college students. And, you know, there's two young girls, and they're on their way to Bhubaneswar to, uh, to go to college. They're, you know, they're, they were uh, from Calcutta, and they're going, uh, they've been up for uh, Holi. So now they're going back to school. And so uh, they looked at me and said, wow, uh, are, you a, are you a monk? And I said, yes. You know, are you Hare Krishna? I said, yes. They started asking questions, you know. 
and I started giving them answers out of Prabhupada's books. And so, uh, you know, it was past 3 o'clock before they were ready to go to sleep, you know. I kept thinking, I want to say, what do you say we turn the lights out and let's all go? The old man that was in in there, he just laid down and went to sleep, you know. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe we can just say, let's just, Let's just end this. But I felt like, well, you know, they're wanting to talk about Krishna, so I don't feel like I have the right to say no. Let's talk about Krishna. So uh, we talked about Krishna from Kolkata to uh, pretty almost all the way to Bhubaneswar. Almost. So it's about 3.30 in the morning, and we took an, uh, uh, finally turned the lights out and went to sleep. And, uh, of course, you don't turn the lights all the way out. There's, you know, but... <clears throat> And the next thing you know, we're pulling into Bhubaneswar. But uh, at the end of our conversation, they were telling me, you've changed my life. I'm not going to be the same person when I get off this train that I was when I got on. This, is, this has been something. I'll, I'll never, ever forget this trip. You know, we make this trip several times a year, but we'll never, ever forget this and it was like, this was like a, 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 a pivot point in their life. It was a turning point for them because they were uh, able to hear about Krishna, the pastimes of Krishna, and to get a whole different... Uh, they, they, they told me that now we have a whole different plan for our future. We were going to go get, a, you know, get an education, get a good job, and get rich. So, and I was saying, well, that sounds like a good idea, but you ought to take some time and plan something for your spiritual life. And they had never thought of that, you see. So they started thinking about that, and one thought led to another. But just by associating, they felt like their life had been changed, you see. So we don't know the potency that's been given to us by our association with other devotees. When you associate with a devotee, it's just like when Krishna t- touched the face of the gopis. When he pulled his hand away, it had this wonderful aroma, you see. It's not a, an ordinary touch when you have, uh, have the experience to associate with Krishna's devotee. It's not an ordinary thing. You come away a better person. We take this for granted because we live a, a, with each other, we see each other all the time, and you know, after 40 years, we, we, we start, we take it, this all for granted, you see. But we shouldn't. We should see the value of association of devotees, you see. Not only that, you should recognize your value as a devotee, your value to other people, you see. The devotee uh, sees life in a little bit of a different uh, perspective. He doesn't think well, I've got my life, and I, uh, uh, we don't have as much privacy as other people do, you see. We don't. First of all, we're more intimate with, with one another. We're closer with one another. And we should be, at least, closer with everybody we meet. Everybody we, that we meet, we should share some of the gift that's been, been given to us by Srila Prabhupada. We should share this. We should share it. The fact that the, the potency that you have as a devotee, you may underestimate it and say, oh, I don't have any potency. I'm just, 
you know, I'm just a, an average yah, yah, yah devotee. Yeah, but you don't know. That's your humility. Yeah, it's okay for you to think like that. But the rest of the world isn't going to think like that. The rest of the world, when they experience you, they feel surcharged. Now, is it you? No. You're uh, a conduit. A conduit uh, through which <clears throat> the energy of the Lord is passing. The love of Krishna is passing through the disciplic succession to you. Your guru, when, when you, especially when you take initiation, now you're plugged into the disciplic succession all the way back to Krishna. So <clears throat> you're, you're, it's like you're deputized to distribute Krishna's mercy. You're, you're uh, uh, bona fide. Now, other people can yah, yah, talk about spiritual life or whatever. <clears throat> but when you come in contact with these teachings, when you come in contact with this level of thinking, sharing the intimate pastimes of the, of the Supreme Lord, you become more qualified. You become qualified to distribute this knowledge. You see, How do you think the average person would react if you discussed these pastimes? <clears throat> that God's hand smelled like a beautiful lotus flower when he wiped away the sweat from his, his, devoted, his devoted gopis. You know, it's pretty, it's pretty wonderful. So, my point is, we shouldn't be miserly and uh, keep this. We can't hear this and, and keep this uh, knowledge. We have to distribute this. You know, first of all, we have to share it with one another. You know, something that we discuss, something that we remember. You know, we may even. I don't know if we do it so much <clears throat> anymore, but back in the old days, we used to tease each other a lot, you know, so that you may come up and touch your devotee friend. Hare Krishna, how are you? Oh, now my hand smells like a lotus flower, you see. And in that way, you're remembering this pastime. You see, it's either that or we're going to remember some nonsense. We'll think of some nonsense of some nonsense pastime, you know. You see what I mean? So, in other words, we incorporate these thoughts, uh, these activities. We incorporate them into our lives. We remember them. We share them with one another. You see? We associate with the pastimes of Krishna and repeat them one another. And if we keep them in our mind, if that's about all that we have in our mind, then as we see something, happen, it'll remind us of, the, of these, uh, it's just like, you know, <clears throat> I was uh, walking in Govardhan, and there was this, you know, you've seen these little whirlwinds, all of a sudden the wind will be blowing and it'll start to go in a circle, you know, and immediately I thought, ah, Trinavarta. <laughs> so, if we're thinking of Krishna Kata and Krishna's pastime, Krishna Leela, then things that we see that really have very little to nothing to do with it will remind us of it. You see what I mean? But if we fill our head with nonsense, then we'll be remind, reminded of nonsense. 
it could go either way. It's just that the devotee has so much uh, Krishna Kata, Krishna Lila in his head that that's about all, that's the only uh, bank of thoughts that he has to draw from. If something is going to remind him of something, it's going to be Krishna because that's all he has in his head. Does that make any sense? I mean, we have to, um, at, at some point uh, in our devotional lives, we have to start um, disassociating ourselves with the material energy. You see, when we become devotees, uh, I've got uh, I've got one devotee friend. I'm not going to mention his name. He's a good he's a good friend of mine, and um, he's been a sweet devotee. Does a lot of service for Shiva Prabhupada, but he's got this one thing. He's crazy still about the Beatles. You know, George, you know, George Harrison and, you know, the whole, the Beatle thing. <clears throat> and uh, even sometimes when he, when he's doing some of his service, he'll, he'll be listening in, <clears throat> in headphones. <clears throat> and I, I tease him about it. I say, you know, one of these days you're going to have to give it up, you know. It's either go back home, back to Godhead, or back home, back to Beatles, one or the other, <laughs> So at some point in our devotional life, <clears throat> we have to give up our, our material attachments. Of course, it's okay to think of George Harrison's wonderful songs, you know, living in the material world. If you've got to have a little bit of a rock and roll thing going on, something that will remind you of Krishna's, you know, recommended. But uh, we have to stop putting, uh, it's just like I was talking with Purjan Prabhu, and he was, this was uh, back in the 70s, we were at Kitanagari. <clears throat> he was saying we have to stop putting garbage in our head. I mean, we don't watch TV, we don't listen to uh, um, uh, non-devotional music. <clears throat> we shouldn't have non-devotional conversations. We don't want to make garbage deposits in our head. Because the, as, if you put enough garbage in your head, garbage will start coming out of your mouth. You'll start to speak nonsense. Material things. Because that's what you've put in. And you'll see something that'll remind you of something. So your reaction is you think of something nonsense. Rather than thinking something reminding you of Krishna Kata, Krishna Leela. You see. It, it really works that way. So uh, at some point in our lives we need to conquer this uh, desire that we have to manipulate the material energy. You see, after a while, we're going to get to the point where we realize there's no taste. You know, I've chewed this and I've chewed it and I've chewed it. I never got a taste of it, and I'm not gonna. <clears throat> it's not gonna. It's never gonna happen. I'm never gonna have some pleasure from it. So I need to let it go. You see. I need to accept and embrace the things that have, that have always given me pleasure. What is that? Krishna Kata. <clears throat> what, what is your reaction when you first heard this verse? I saw, I saw a smile on your, fa when, on your face as soon as I read this. Immediately, what happens? You, you can picture it, can't you? You can picture the beautiful face of the gopis and Krishna's dancing with them. And, and they're fatigued sweaty and he reaches and, and 
removes the sweat from her face. And in so doing, he also removed the fatigue. Now, if you put enough thoughts like that in your head, think of what a wonderful thing, uh, uh, process, wonderful things will come out of your mouth. You see? If that's all that's going in, that's all that's going to be coming out. You see? So that's our process. We need to work towards that point when we're only making deposits of spiritual uh, spiritual knowledge, Krishna Kata, Krishna Leela, you see, and things that have to do with our service. It's okay to talk about, you know, if you're uh, a carpenter for Krishna and you're building a temple, it's okay to talk about carpenter techniques. You know that it's related, uh, you know, to your uh, devotional life. It's okay, you see. But to uh, somehow or other shut down the input of uh, material nonsensical thoughts. Does that make any sense? You know, that's our process. Now, it, I'm not saying you're all damned if you don't do it right away, you know, but we work towards that end. You take it a little step at a time, you know, as we go through our lives a little, and see that as the goal. At least see that as our goal. If you don't it's just like if you take off driving in your car, but you don't have a plan on where you're going, how are you going to know when you get there? You weren't going anywhere. Now, if you're thinking, well, I want to go to Walmart, well, you're going to take the route to Walmart, and you'll know when you get there. You know, So you, you, you have a destination, a, a pre-established destination, you see. So the devotee does like that, too. We think ahead. I want a day in my life where I'm uh, away from the material energy, where I'm simply immersed in the spiritual energy and only thinking of Krishna Kata, only immersed in, in, in serving Krishna. <clears throat> I want to work to the point in my life where, where uh, uh, I'm, I'm not so much uh, associating with material energy. You see? So... That way, we take steps towards it every day and never uh, never forget our goal. So uh, at this point, I'm going to pause and ask, are there any questions or comments? These, yes, yes, Prabhu. sure, you know, uh, but it ultimately came from Krishna, you see, uh, I'm not really sure, how did they get the, uh, the Godika smell, I don't know, uh, <clears throat> when I heard in the, in the purport, um, the Shangandika uh, lotus flower grows at uh, Manasasarova. Well, that's where the gopis go to get water, you see. So, um, um, possibly 
from their associating, uh, going into the water and associating with the lotus flowers, especially as maybe they they brushed the, the I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm only, but uh, you know, maybe they just smell that way, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not really sure how they got the aroma, um, but um, we do have to remember that. Uh, when we come in, con in contact with a devotee, uh, there will be a tremendous benefit from it. Our life will be Im Im improved. You see, if you, um, Krishna touched the gopis, and even, even though he's Krishna, from him associating with his pure devotees, he had an improvement. His hands smelled better. You see? You see, even Krishna's not immune to it. The effect of the pure devotee even affects Krishna. This is the potency of bhakti yoga. This is the potency of Krishna prema. Think about it. You see, Krishna prema will conquer Krishna. You will own Krishna if you can serve Krishna with Krishna prema. It is as if you purchased him. You own him. And Rupa Goswami points that out. You know, if you perform loving, pure loving devotional service to Krishna, it is as if you have purchased him. You see? So, the association of the pure devotee can't be measured in its um, value. You see? It's not possible to measure it. <clears throat> so, it even, uh, it, it, even the Supreme Lord benefits from associating with pure devotees. So, um, anything else? Is that a good answer? You know, what to speak of the, you know, serving the lotus feet of, of the pure devotee. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I try to remind myself from time to time to not take my life uh, for granted, the association of devotees, you see. Not to take it for granted. It's just like Prabhupada has said, you know, what's the use of going to places of pilgrimage if you're just going to take a bath in a holy river? You know, you're miss if you don't associate with the devotees that are there, if you don't hear from the sages that are there, then you've you've wasted the trip. You could you could have bathed at home. <clears throat> Why come so far to take bath? <clears throat> You see, that's why I'm I'm amazed at the number of people who um, who go to the doms, Vrindavan and Mayapur, and, and um, other places, you know, places of pilgrimage. But they they're not into hearing. They don't go to class. They have all these things planned. You know, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go see this. I'm going to see that. Hey, you know, it's time for class. Oh, I, I'm not going to go because we're going to go on this thing or we're going to go over here. And, you see. Well, I mean, there's benefit. You're walking on the, the soil of Mayapur or Vrindavan. You're, you know, you're, just to breathe the air is benefit to be there. But if you don't go here, what is the use? You know, it's just like uh, in Vrindavan. <coughs> They have a, 
<coughs> an evening Bhagavad Gita class. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And uh, the people who come to the evening Bhagavad Gita class, there's a lot of people that come. But I, I noticed when I was, I was giving uh, class there is that these people come to hear. I mean, they're really, because it's in the evening. There's a million other things that they could be doing. You know, going to a restaurant or doing whatever, but they come there to hear it, and 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 you notice it's the same folks every night. I mean, there's a little bit of different faces. You know, <clears throat> new people come into town, some leave. That, <clears throat> but almost every night, it's it's the same crowd, and the people who live there, you know, you see them every night, same same faces. They they don't want to go through an evening without hearing the Bhagavad Gita even though they've been hearing about Bhagavad Gita for over 40 years. They're not ready to stop. They, they delight in this kata, you see. And then when you're sitting there and you think, well, there's like uh, 30 people in this room, but we have several hundred people here, you see. The, the people who are really interested in hearing. I was talking with Keshav Bharti Maharaj when I was in, in uh, Govardhan, and he said that, uh, there seems to be a, 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 a bit of a dying interest in hearing. And to sit, you and I, and you and I, and to sit, whether we're in, in class or while we're taking prasadam or, or whatever, or, or just get together to, to discuss Krishna Kata. You know, it seems to be shrinking, it doesn't seem to be as vibrant as it used to be. <clears throat> you know, in the, in the quote-unquote old days. And therefore, uh, many of the new people who are exposed to Krishna consciousness, they're not getting the taste. You see, in the old days when, you, uh, when it came time for class, the room was full. I can remember this room being full, or at least half full. And that's not when uh, Tamal Krishnamara is giving class. It's just Bhagavatam class, you see. It's just, it would be full. Why? Well, that's what you did. That's what you do this time of day. And, you know, the devotees would be thinking, well, well what else would I do? It's Bhag I mean, it's Bhagavatam class. It's like it, when it's prasadam time, you eat prasadam. What else would you do? You see? So, uh, uh, it would be nice if we could s stir it up a little bit more and get uh, uh, hearing to become more popular with more people, you know, if, that, if it's possible, you know, if it's a practical thing, if we could do it, it would be very nice. Uh, so, uh, many of the temples in North America, there's not, uh, w when there's a class going on, there's not a lot of folks in there. It's very different in, uh, in India, you know, every class in, in India, it's, it's full, it's packed. I noticed the, the zeal that the Russians have when, when they come to Mayapur. They want to hear. They 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 come to hear. And uh, when you give class at, at, uh, over at uh, for their class, they have their own separate class. I mean, it's full. Big room, and it's full. They show up. They go to class. You know, and they do it every day. So, uh, whatever we can do to encourage one another to to hear more. And if it's, you know, many people, they're not able to uh, 
to come to class because they have job re you know requirements. They have to be uh, at work at a certain time or whatever. That's understandable. Or they have many, many things that, that uh, preclude them from coming to class. But uh, some of us just get to the point where we just don't do it. We just don't. You know, we find other things to do. I was talking with Pralada Nandamaraj about that. Uh, uh, and he was saying, well, and he was playing the part of someone who doesn't go to class. You say, why aren't you in class? Well, you know, all he's going to do is tell me I'm not my body. And I already know that. <laughs> you know, the guy giving class is just going to tell me I'm not my body. I know that. So, uh, so we just need to encourage one another and, and those who come you know new people when they come they should be encouraged to go to class it's easier to encourage them to come to class if we're in class but if we're not here and we have people new people who join what are the chances that they're going to develop a, a, a taste for hearing you see and we see many of the new people who join they have no taste for hearing fortunately they're most of them are attracted to kirtan but as far as sitting down and listening to someone explain a verse from Bhagavatam or Bhagavad Gita, there's no attraction to that. They're new devotees, and they, uh, and then later on, when they become uh, experienced, you see, and they're there uh, when new devotees come, they're going to pick up that habit as well. You see. But, I mean, the only reason I went to class when I joined is because that's what everybody did. I didn't have any special attraction or anything. I just, whenever I got around the, t the, uh, the devotees, that's what they did. You go to class. So I, I followed suit. You know. Okay, so I think we should wrap it up. Unless there's anything else, let's wrap it up. So thank you all so much. It's good to be back in Dallas. It's always a treat. Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada.
Shang Sarva Bhutanam Antadvahiravah 
ते गायंती गिनंत भीक्षणसिन्नती गायंतीन्नती गायंती गिनंत भीक्षणसमरती नंदी तवे Krishna, 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 
Come on. 